Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's officially one day since my last episode upload. And I just wanted to come on here and say hello to you guys. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday. I got off about an hour ago, which right now it is 6.03 in the evening. And I wanted to come on here and just say hello. Uh, If you are just uh, barely listening in to this podcast, I welcome you and I suggest that you go down to my other episodes. I'm going to sound like a repeating bird or a repeat train or whatever you want to call it, but I'm so proud of all the other episodes I put out. And so I kind of suggest, one would say, that you go down and kind of get to know me and hopefully you stick around and just find a little free time to come here every now and then. I don't necessarily have a set schedule, but I seem to do it like on a daily basis. So that's pretty cool. Um, I've been looking at other podcast channels and websites and trying to get like a little feel of what they do and how they do their things. And it's pretty cool. Like there are some that do it once every week and then there are some that do it just like me they do daily podcast episodes and they bring people on and different things like that so it's pretty cool um but yeah i suggest that you go down and listen it's going to be a really crazy roller coaster ride and i've been saying that i would say for the past five episodes so far and i think it's a good idea because again you'll get to know me better and you won't be too cringy or cringed out one would say now they they say that nowadays cringy <laughs> or maybe i'll just make your day and you just are okay with listening to one but i hope you guys come back um today i wanted to talk about birthday uh, my dad's birthday uh, he passed away back in i want to say 2003 again you guys it's weird that i don't remember it's weird in a way because i choose not to remember it's kind of like it was like a turning point uh when he passed away i graduated in 2002 from high school and then a year later he passed away in june so 2003 and i have to really think about it every time i talk about it because Again, it was the turning point of pretty much my life uh, from there forward. And it kind of brought me to where I'm at today. And I'll get to it later on, you know, kind of piece it together and figure out ideas on how I can talk and explain what I just said. Um, But it's a good thing. There's nothing bad. Um, But yeah, today is his birthday. And he would have been 70 years old. And I just wanted to dedicate this episode to him and just kind of talk about how great of a man he was and how good he was raising us kids and being the strong foundation that he was in my life, that he really impacted me into the woman that I am today. And like I said, when he passed away, I felt like I was a different person as I am now. And I just feel like I've evolved into an even greater person than I was. Um, But I don't necessarily think I would be who I am today if it weren't for him passing away. And if that's really weird to say out loud, but it's the truth, I stopped going to church. We were born and raised in the Mormon church uh, with my mom. My dad, technically, for the first, like, 
I think when he was, I don't know exactly. I'll probably have to ask my mom later on and give you the correct um, age. But he was not raised in the church. Um, his family and his parents were Methodists. And that is a whole nother religion. I don't know the exact teachings or the beliefs that they believe in, but that was the religion that he was born and raised into. And so he didn't go to the Mormon church every Sunday with my mom. And my mom started off with the oldest kids. And me personally, we have seven kids total, my mom and dad, and I am number six of seven. And so my oldest brother, who's a year older than me, and then my younger big brother, because he's a lot taller now, uh, we weren't in the picture quite yet, but my mom and them always talk about how she would go to church, and sometimes, you know, it would, she would take the two oldest girls, and then my bro the eldest brother would stay with my dad, or three girls, sorry, there are three I have three older sisters and then an older brother. So she would take like the three girls and then the brother, my brother would stay home. And then the following Sunday, she would take the brother and maybe one sister and then the other two. So they would kind of switch off, you know, depending. Uh, they were still young at that time. Uh, to fast forward, you know, later on, probably, like I said, I don't know, I don't know exactly when he, how old he was, but he did get baptized into the church, and then he eventually started attending church every Sunday from there forward, all the way up to the day that he passed away. And then my grandpa as well, his dad, uh, took a while for him to get baptized as well, and um, what am I trying to say? It was all by choice um, for both of them. They weren't pressured by my mom or any of us kids, you know, as we were young or any like family members or things like that. Like we had members of the church. I remember my mom would always talk about that they would invite them to different functions uh, that were being held. Like they would have dances within the Mormon church. You know, we have our little local ward and in the area that we are in, we were born and raised in, except for my eldest sister. She was born in California, and then they came from California here. And then the last six of us kids were born and raised in this town. Um, but what am I trying to say? Yeah, so the local uh, church that we had, you know, almost on every other corner, not Back then, but nowadays, they have like a church on every corner, in my opinion, here in Utah. And in my opinion, it's wonderful. It's cool to see, you know. Um, but back then, we didn't really even have that many, I don't think, um, as compared to now. And so we were a part of the first church that, uh, sorry, the first Mormon ward in the local area uh, for Polynesians. They created a Polynesian Tongan stake and we were in the first beginnings of it. I'm trying to figure out a better word, but yeah, we were a part of it and then it grew and grew and grew and then more Tongan people started coming and then Polynesians, Samoans, Fijians, all of them later on, you know, as years went by. But yeah, um, so it was great and 
like I said, by the time my oldest brother that is a year older than me, and then my youngest brother who was three years younger, by the time we were kid, you know, born and kids and the older ones got older into their teens and like 11, 10 year olds, um, we all went to church. And as young as I can remember, I always remember seeing my dad and my family and we always sat in the third row in the middle when you enter into the church uh, sacrament room where they do sacrament. And again, if you're not a religious person, you know, this all probably won't make sense and or even matter. But I kind of just want to give you like a little rewind, one would say, um, of why I am where I am, you know, as far as like when my dad passed away. But to keep fast forwarding, um, yeah, as long as I can remember up to the day that he died, we always went to church every Sunday. And so when 2003 came along, you know, I had just graduated that year and everything was wonderful into the holidays. Um, 2002, that December, we took our last family photo together and this is when we lived in a different city, but in the same area. It was just a city away from the one we are living in right now, currently. Um, we decided to do a family photo. And oddly enough, and when I say oddly enough, we all wanted to dress in white. And it was beautiful and it was wonderful. At that time, we only had one niece or one grandkid in my mom and dad's case that was here and that we were able to hold and take a photo with. And then the number two nephew of mine, uh, factoring in that I have 19 total now as of today, but the two oldest. Um, my niece was born and then my nephew was still in my sister-in-law's stomach. And so we all dressed in white and we took a photo. We had a great time that holiday, you know, and then the new year came around, 2003. January was good, February into June, you know. And I remember clear as day, Father's, Father's Day month, right? And I got him this awesome hat that said number one grandpa. And I got him a tie, a couple ties for church. I got him a card and I do believe I even gave him money now that I'm like really sitting here and thinking about it because at that time, you know, I had started working after graduating from school because he did not want any of us to work while we went to school. He wanted us to just basically focus on school and school only and not to get sidetracked and just to, you know, really put our heart and soul into it. And so, which I definitely and admire and think is very cool because now that I look at it, it would have been super hard, you know. I think he knew that there would be a time where we would all be in the working world. Um, but that June was wonderful and, you know, I had money coming in, so I was excited. I took a photo of him. I believe it was me or it could have been my other older sister. But I took a photo of him with the hat on. And at that time, it was a little bit tight because that hat had been, you know, super brand new. And he tried it on his head and I felt bad because it didn't really work. And he's like, no, it'll work. And he put it on his head and we took a photo. And lo and behold, we did not know that 
at the very end of that month, the last day of that month in June, he passed away. And so it was super duper hard, you guys. And fun fact about that month, you know, while he was still here and alive, uh, the actual hat that I'm speaking upon, I have up here in my apartment. Um, I have three little mantles and a built-in desk in my little apartment and his hat is actually right at the very top. And when I moved out, which was about 10 years ago, um, and lived on my own, I took, that was the first thing I remembered to take. It's like a good luck charm. Um, yeah, but I'll never forget it, you know. The previous holiday, we all dressed in white. It was almost like not necessarily prepping ourselves for the passing of my dad, but it, I don't know. It just was like a sweet, tender moment that you'll never forget, you know, and I'm so happy that we were able to do that photo. But just reflecting on that, and I just felt like I lost a part of me, and I was told at that time I worked at that local McDonald's, uh, not the current one that I am employed at right now, uh, but back then I worked over in that other city, um, and I remember my brothers came in to work. I was working, you know, it was a normal day. And before, I used to work super early mornings, like 4 in the morning until about 11 or 12. And that morning, my dad had gotten up for work. He gets up super early. And I remember, you know, I was putting my tie on and looking for socks. And I had gone in their room, my mom and dad's room. And he was on the bed, you know, just upright and getting ready for work. And I remember I went and looked for socks and gave him a hug. Um, but that was after. When, oddly enough, I grabbed the socks and I was like, bye, Dad. And he's like, bye, have a good day, you know. Some along those lines I can't really remember. And then I remember as I was going down the hall, I had the urge to come back. So I turned back around and gave him a hug. And then that was that. You know, I had gone to work. My mom drove me and... I do believe not too shortly after that, you know, he had already showered and was getting ready, like I had just said. And apparently he just laid in their bed and fell asleep and passed away. I don't know if it was shortly after I had left, but somewhere in that time frame of me going to work and then another sibling, my sister, eldest sister, who was recently married that time during that year, was living with my brother-in-law and us all together. She had wakened him up for work or tried to, and that's when she found out that he had passed away. And then they went and got my other brothers from school, uh, my biggest brother from work, and they all came around and I was the last one to get picked up. And I remember they came in and I'll never forget their faces. Like, I was like, hey, guys, what are you doing? You know, do you guys want some food? And then they started to cry. And I was like, what's going on? You know, my heart started to race. And my eldest brother was like, Deti died. And Deti is actually a pronunciation we use as a Tong as Tongans. Um, I don't know if they do it with the other Polynesian cultures, like Samoan and... Fijian or whatever, but Tongan people, or at least we did when we were younger, I don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, if any Polynesians out there hear me, um, but we used to say dad as Deti, 
So it's like daddy, it's like daddy, I do believe. Um, I feel weird that I don't know if it's like a real thing or not. But my eldest brother was like, daddy died. And I remember I looked out, you know, into the lobby area and I started, it started go not necessarily black, but it was like fuzzy, you know, almost like when you feel like you're about to faint, maybe is the best way I could describe it. And they were just like, you know, we have to go. And I was like, okay. And we, I was getting ready to go back to the office and gather my things. And I remember I just passed out. I passed out. And I woke up and somebody or, you know, the crew people and the managers that I work with, um, I woke up and I was in the office and they were all surrounded. And they're like, what's wrong? You know, what happened to you? You fell and then I just remember telling them, you know, my, my dad died. Like, I think my dad died. And so, you know, there were tears shed. And I don't, it's really fuzzy after that, to be honest. Uh, the, that's like the main part of the day that I'll never forget. And I remember we were in the car and my sisters were crying. and I was crying and then I was shocked, you know. And when we went home... They were still waiting on the coroner or the people that pick up, you know, bodies that have been deceased. Um, we were currently waiting for them to come because we lived up on a hill, like a hilltop, like a mountaintop thing. And I remember walking in and my poor mom was on the floor, you know, going up the staircase. There was this open area where we had like a table you know, like a little side table thing. And I remember walking in and I could see a lot of just sad sadness. And there were, I think my aunt was there, you know, some relatives had came, but I just, all of it's just fuzzy to me. And I remember I was walking up the same stairs that not too long ago I had, you know, hugged him and told him I loved him. And just saw him in the bed, you know, and, <laughs> Like my other siblings were there, some were holding his hand, the other ones were laying at his feet. And my mom was there, you know, she came up and right there is when part of me died with him, you know. <laughs> We had a good moment, good time with him. I think it was like, I want to say 30, 30 minutes to an hour we got with him before the corner driver people, whatever you call them, you know, came and picked up his body. Um, I remember Tim and Seal. Tim and Sue. Tim is my little brother, and Sue is my sister-in-law. It was the year they had gotten married, you know? They were just freshly married, and I remember they were there as well. And at that time, my nephew was born. He was born in May, I do believe. This is sad that I don't know dates, you know that? Like, I rely so much on my cell phone because I put things in my notebook calendars and all that. But I'm not as good as my other sisters where they remember dates and birthdays and all that. But at that time, you know, June of 2003, uh, my nephew came into this world. 
I just remember we were all sitting there, and he just looked so peaceful, you know, and feel the coldness in his skin. Like, you never forget it. And I just think I froze, you know? Like, my emotions and my thoughts, I froze, and I felt like part of me died because not only was I, I think, the last one to see him, but the previous night before, I had cooked for him, like, cooked for him as long as I could remember, as many times as I could remember. And that particular night, I had cooked him food, and I made brownies, you know, and I would just be that weird daughter that your dad would sit there and watch TV, like the news, local news, and I would just sit next to him just because it felt good, like it felt comfortable and safe. And I just spent that whole previous night just watching news, and I was a teenager, you know, or just freshly graduated out of high school, and I could have done and did so many other things, you know, but I was so close to my dad, so close, and he watched over us girls, all of us kids in general, you know, but he was very, very protective over us girls, and I'm so grateful for that because, like I said, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it were not for what he did as a father and my mom as well, you know, but fast forwarding, you know, I stopped going to church and Things started to happen left and right, and I just sought comfort in all the wrong places. You know, I met this guy before my actual boyfriend that I so proudly talk about on this podcast channel. You know, I was seeking out comfort and kind of missed that part of my life where I wasn't necessarily looking for, like, a new dad, but I was kind of seeking comfort from, like, a male figure for some very odd reason. And I've never had a boyfriend before that. You know, I never thought anywhere near that. I always spent time with family, you know, cousins, um, friends even. But never once did I ever even think, you know, so I kind of acted out in that way as well. <laughs> and then, I yeah, like I said, it just was one big ball of mess on my end, but also a very learning experience as well. Like I'm continuing to learn to this day. And I just have so much and so many things to say and be grateful for. Because if, again, if it weren't for him, you know, I'm so grateful to be where I'm at today. I'm very blessed that I did not make decisions, hasty decisions, or quick decisions while he was still alive because he was there to be a father figure and there to watch over me and give us advice as, as his daughters, as us, his kids, you know, that stuck with me forever. And the way him and my mom worked our whole lives, like, I'm a big workaholic myself, and that's what I seem, that's what seems that, it's all I do nowadays, which I'm proud of. Don't get me wrong, you know. It gives me the opportunity to do a lot of cool things with my nieces and nephews. Uh, my boyfriend, my mom, I, I can take her out, you know. Um, but that day, it just, I'll never forget it. And it hurts every single time. It does not get easier with time. Every time June rolls around, I think about it so much. And then December, you know, his birthday today, my birthday on the 28th, you know, my mom and dad's anniversary tomorrow, December 20th. It's like just a whole 
bunch. He loved November. He loved Thanksgiving and getting together with family and cooking, you know. And he just had a heart full of charity, and he was so strong. He was a gentle giant, and he made even the most odd, oddest people you would consider odd, um, you know, as far as not being the same type of people as, I don't even know if I'm correcting or wording this correctly, like, he would basically just make, you know, if you were an outsider, he would make you feel like family. He would invite you in. He would, you want food, you want to sit down, you know, be comfortable. Like, all of my brother's friends, for example, my oldest, a year older than me, I grew up with him, and we're just a year apart. A lot of his friends, you know, were not members of the church at that time, and they were of different cultures, and my dad was like, yeah, bring them over, you know. And that year he passed away, like all of his friends were crying even more than we were, you know. Um, it was more of a party at his funeral uh, than a f actual funeral. People were remembering all the good times and we cried and I still cry. You know, I'll get off work one random day and I'll just sit here and cry and miss him. It never gets easy, so... Anyways, you guys, I just kind of wanted to give you a little backstory on that. And in, memor in commemoration of such a great day, you know, my dad, a piece of me, I'm part of him. Like, I'm half of him, and I'm so proud. You know, although my, deci my decisions I've made nowadays and the choices I made are not what was in line of how I was raised, I still know in my heart what I believe in, and I still know the loyalty, I, you know, where I lie in, as far as, like, family and support and love. Uh, I still ha hold those things near and dear to my heart. And I've learned that religion and all that is a beautiful thing, and if you don't have religion, it's a beautiful thing, too. You could be a wonderful person, like the boyfriend I'm with, now he has no religion whatsoever and we connected in a way because the loss of my dad I kind of lost faith in myself but at the same time I found myself and I'm kind of taking time to not necessarily get on the same path I was back then back in 2003 you know but I want to be an even better and bigger person and being more true to myself. And the path that I'm on now, I know my dad would be so proud of. And what I do and the choices I make, I know he would support me knowing that I'm a grown adult, you know. And I'll be 35 next week, Thursday. Like what? Friday? Sorry. I can't believe it. But, oh my goodness, you guys. I just thank him and I'm thankful of all his great examples in my life that he still teaches me to this day even though he has not been here for 15 plus years and my advice to all of you out there you know whether it be a father like mine a husband a wife a brother or a sister I'm pretty sure you all felt the same type of sadness and the same hurt and lost you know just know uh recognizing them and keeping their memory alive I feel uh, it's such a great way to commemorate their spirit and them, their life. My, uh, one thing I want to say before, you know, I wrap this up is my dad always had a favorite coin. Believe It's like so cool, like very random, but he always loved dimes. 
and he always collected dimes. It was like his favorite coin of choice. And to this day, after he had passed away, we find random dimes in the most random places. I'll find him at work. I'll find him right at the front of my doorstep here in my apartment as I'm entering in from work or wherever I might be, you know, coming home from my brothers or sisters or the movies, you know. I'll find them and I'll keep them. And it's such a great feeling. Like whenever I'm feeling the lowest of low is when I usually find them the most. I go to the local laundromat because my apartment here does not have any, you know, accessories to laundry uh, machines, rather. I can't even speak. I'm sorry. Um, I would see them there as well. And so... I wonder if any of you guys have that as well. Like, did any of your loved ones who passed away have a favorite thing that they used to keep to them um, and that you see from beyond, you know, them being gone for so many years and you can still see that? Like, I've even seen something similar where on TV, a little boy used to love doves and, you know, he passed away from some form of cancer and... The mom went to the cemetery and wanted to know if he was okay and said, you know, he, she wished that he was here so that she could hug him and kiss him and hold him tight. And then there came a dove and just came and sat right on top of his um, grave thing, like the gravestone. I, I'm just like, whoa, you know. But I'm a big believer in that because I see dimes all over the place and I'm so happy and so proud and... Yeah, I just wanted to dedicate this episode today to the memory of my dad, 70 years old. That's still so young, in my opinion. Hold those people in your life tight, you know, the ones that are still alive and strong. My mom, even, you know, being diagnosed with her cancer back in October. The fact that she's still kicking strong and still moving and, you know, it just is such a great thing you guys and to love each other and support each other through the good the bad and even the ugly could stay close remember how much they mean to you and never lose sight of that it's a shame that earlier this year you know a couple months rather not earlier this year or maybe even earlier this year i don't know these people it's a shame that some bridges had to be burned but it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world Hopefully they find peace in themselves to know and realize what they did and the pain they caused towards my family and in your case, whoever it may be as well, who you hold dear. But know that those people you don't really need in your life, you know? It's sad if it's a family member, a friend, a boyfriend, a wife, husband, whatever. If it's not supporting, supportive, and you know in your heart it's not good for you, let it go. But also I appreciate those that are there for you as well. Every day I miss this man and every day I wish he was here so that I can spoil the heck out of him, you know. Return all the hard work and all the time and effort and energy he put in each and every one of us kids. And so with that being said, I'm a big believer in angels and people watching over us after they pass on. And I know he's still watching over us. I mean, again, I still see his favorite coin everywhere everywhere it's pretty awesome but i hope you guys are enjoying this and if you even got to this point of the episode 
I really appreciate it. It's the longest one I've done to date, and rightfully so. It's in commem commemoration of my dad and just loved ones, period. You guys all have purposes in this life. Don't ever forget that. Don't lose sight of that. Give thanks to whoever and whatever you believe in. Know that love is the key to everything. Love can heal even the hardest of hearts. It really, truly can. Um, stay strong and keep fighting the good fight. You feel down, there's always going to be another day. I appreciate you guys listening, and I hope to see you again on me, my other episodes. Much love, you guys.